If you are wondering how these financial professionals like myself differ and what they do, what do they not do, you are in for a treat because I'm going to share with you exactly that so you are no longer wondering anymore. Need a judgment-free zone when it comes to your financial life? Bienvenida to the Her Dinero Matters podcast, a bilingual podcast for today's Latina who typically thinks English but feels her Latina culture through and through. I am your host, Jen Hemphill, and each week we have down-to-earth money conversations from people in La Comunidad Latina that will leave you with more confidence and inspiration to help you take control of your money. Lista? Let's do it. Bienvenida. Welcome. I hope that you are liking the new look and the name for this podcast. I know it's going to take a little getting used to, especially if you've been here from the beginning. I still want to call it Su Dinero Importa, but now it's Her Dinero Matters. I love it. And I hope that you do too, because it really reflects what this podcast is about, who it's for, and why we're doing this. So I'm excited to do that. And thank you for your patience, for continuing to join me with the changes. Hoy solo somos las dos. Today is just you and me. And I have noticed lately, well, not just lately, it's always <laughs> some confusion on what different financial professionals do and what they don't do because we're all locked in into one financial profession in the sense that we all do the same thing. But yes, yet we have different titles and we do do different things. So I'm going to address that today. In this episode, you're going to understand the different financial professionals. We cover four of them and what they do and what they don't do. I'm going to share with, with you three questions to ask yourself to determine what type of financial professional you particularly need at this point in your life. And then the three factors to help you prepare before working with a financial professional, because it's always good to be prepared. It's always good to really know what you need. So that way you know what kind of help to ask for, right? So before we get started, la mención semanal or the weekly shout out goes to Claudia. I love that she's not only constantly learning from financial podcasts like this one, but Claudia has taken it to another level. She is also helping those around her with what she's learned, what she already knows, her experience. So de verdad que te felicito, Claudia. Now, when it comes to your financial life, who do you think of first in potentially reaching out? If you are like most people, you probably think, oh no, heck no, I've got this myself. And being known like we are the today's new Latina, right? Even more so we're like this because we are strong, right? And we pride ourselves in doing it by ourselves or doing it without we've got this, we're strong, we've got this, we, we can take care of this, we'll figure it out, especially if we run those household finances, right? But if any financial professionals come to mind, usually we think of a financial advisor or a financial planner, right? Because that's really what we hear a lot of. When it comes to the financial profession, we hear we, you need to talk to a financial advisor or financial planner, right? So we hear those two terms used interchangeably. 
But did you know that there's a difference between the two? So a financial advisor, it's really a broad term for a professional who helps manage your money. You pay the advisor and in exchange, this person will help in any number of money-related tasks. And a financial advisor may help manage investments, broker their sale, a purchase of stocks and funds, or create a comprehensive estate and tax plan. Now, a financial planner is one type of a financial advisor. So think of the financial advisor as the umbrella part, right? And then it filters down to there's a financial planner branches off from this financial advisor. And a financial planner, again, is like one type of financial advisor and who helps companies and individuals create a program to meet the long-term financial goals. Every financial planner is also a type of financial advisor, but every financial advisor is not necessarily a financial planner. I don't know if you know, but there are over 100 certifications available that a financial advisor might attain. Just to add to the confusion, right? So there are a lot more intricacies that I won't get into here, but overall, just in general terms, when you think of a financial planner or advisor, just think investing, right? Now, so you've got the financial advisor, you have the financial planner, we know the general differences between the two. Then you have financial counselors or accredited financial counselors or AFCs, like this is where I fall under, but you also hear financial counselors in terms of that don't necessarily have the AFC designation that maybe work at a credit counseling agency, those type of things. So that's different because they're counseling you, but they're working for that particular agency, but it's different from an AFC. I won't get into all that, but financial counselors and the terms for today's episode, I'm going to refer to what I am, right? An accredited financial counselor where I fall under just for simplicity. And basically any financial accredited, accredited financial counselor, I shouldn't say financial counselor, but any accredited financial counselor, what we do is we guide you clients through the life cycle. So it's more of a holistic approach. So we guide you through a life cycle financial education to help you realize your goals and achieve that lasting financial well-being. All right. So we've got the financial advisor. We've got the financial planners. We've got accredited financial counselors, which is more of a relatively new term. And we also, just to add to the fun, we have fun money coaches, not fun money coaches, but they are fun, right? And really money coaches. They combine sound psychological and coaching principles. So it's a little different from financial counselor with practical financial coaching to help you people transform their relationship with money. Okay. So money coaches, psychological and coaching principles, and the purpose is to help people transform their relationship with money. Money coaching, FYI, is not regulated at this moment. I think that potentially can change. Who knows when? As the financial profession, as financial education evolves, I think that definitely could be going that route. And I think it should. So for example, notice that one of the titles I call myself is a money confidence coach. 
because when I say accredited financial counselor, the tear <laughs> headlights come on and they're like, what? You're a financial planner? You're a financial advisor? So, and I've shared this story before, but so I call myself that, but I currently don't have a coaching certification. It is something on my bucket list and it's important for me, but just as an example, that money coaching is not regulated at this moment. So anyone can call themselves a money coach. And I'm not here to say there's anything wrong with that. I know and I'm friends with people who are money, they call themselves money or financial coaches who don't have a certification in coaching, but are phenomenal at what they do, right? Financial counselors aren't regulated like financial planners or advisors, but if you are an accredited financial counselor, again, remember I said there's financial counselors that work at credit counseling agencies, those uh, type of things. But if you're an accredited financial counselor, we are held by a code of standards and ethics. Before we jump into today's content, keep your ears peeled for a unique reveal I'll be sharing midway through the show. It's something special just for you. By AFCPE, which is the Association for Financial Counseling and Planning Education. So I hope those distinctions are helpful for you. Now that you know the differences how do you know which financial professional to choose? If you're in that spot where you're like, I am needing to hire someone to help me, how do you know which financial professional to choose? So first, if it were me, I would start with what you need. All right. So are you good at managing your finances? Have you been saving for retirement? If the answers to those questions are yes, then maybe a financial advisor or planner would be where to start. All right. If you're needing help with managing money and learning better money skills, and you need help with the habits that you have that aren't serving you, if you're needing help in those areas, then a financial counselor or maybe a money coach would be a good place to start. Right. And if you ask yourself, do you have a bad relationship with money? Are you needing more of an emotional component? the financial counselor, money coach could be good for you. So notice that some of these skill sets that these financial professionals have, they may bleed into another financial profession, right? And that's okay. Now, having said that, it's not to say that a financial advisor or planner won't help you with the more basic skills, if you will, with the budgeting or with the emotional behavioral component of money. I know there are financial advisors or financial planners that do it all, right? That help you with the basics and then with the investing portion. As a money coach or a financial counselor, we can't give you that investing advice. So as a financial advisor or planner, they can, right? And they can also, if they choose to help you with your budgeting and just kind of do it all. And we can't give that financial advice, but we can help educate you. For example, on the differences between a Roth and a traditional IRA, but that's literally as far as we can go. So we can provide that education on those investing pieces, but we can't give you investing advice. Of course, we can't sell you investing products. That's not even anywhere in our lane. So as I mentioned, 
by the nature of what we do, the skill sets of these financial professionals may carry over to areas, like I mentioned earlier, with the example of a financial advisor helping clients in all aspects right, of their financial life, from the budgeting all the way to the investing. For me personally, I'm a big fan of just staying in my lane. There are areas that I stick to that I feel are my areas of strength. And I don't pretend or try to know all things in finance because I strongly feel, and I believe you, you get me, it's hard to do all things well. So which is why I stick to what I know I do well. The confidence and the mindset piece, the budgeting, the debt. You won't hear me talk about taxes. You won't hear me talk about bettering your credit score or maneuvering credit reports or those type of things, I will defer in a heartbeat to an expert in those areas if you were to come to me and ask me about those things, right? Now that you know these differences within these financial professionals, now what? What do you do? So you know the differences, you really know what you need, you've assessed what you need, now what do you do, okay? So now that you know that what you need, you want to understand your strengths, and your weaknesses in your financial life. So what are your strengths, money strengths, and what are your money weaknesses? What are some areas that really need help? Then once you do that, you do some research on these individuals that you want to contact. But before you even contact them, you want to know what you accomplish. So you understand what type of professional you need. You understand what your strengths are and your weaknesses, meaning the areas that you need help, right? And so what do you want to do? What do you want to accomplish? Right. And of course you see if you can find out the different programs, what they offer, their costs. Some will list out the costs on their websites. Others don't. They prefer just to talk to you in person or over the phone. And so know what you have in terms of money to invest in getting the help. And what are you willing to spend? Right. And once you know what you're trying to achieve and what you need help on, what kind of money is it worth it to get that help on? If we, someone can fix that problem, that problem area in your life, what is it worth to you, right? So know what you have and what you're willing to spend. And again, what is getting that help you need worth to you, all right? One-on-one help is not necessarily cheap. It's not a drop in the bucket. And depending on the money coach or the financial counselor on how long they've been working, they may start at 50 an hour. Others more experienced will be looking more at that. I personally don't charge by the hour, but rather for my service because my service is not just me talking to you on the phone or on a Zoom call. It's beyond the hours. It's the support. It's the tools and the resources I provide you, okay? And when you're talking about a financial advisor or a financial planner, they charge Again, depending on what they offer, but what is typically done is they charge you for the plan that they're providing you. So you give them some information of what you want to achieve, uh, all the numbers, the, how much debt, how much you you have, how many the assets, all that good stuff, what investments you have, and they charge you for the plan, which can be at least a thousand dollars. So it's basically they give you a plan, and it is up to you to implement. Typically, I'm not saying all financial planners do that, but typically that's usually what you see. Okay. So, granted, 
you know, now that we've talked about, okay, it is an investment, depending on the program that you're choosing, right? Because with me, I do provide the one-on-one coaching, but I also have other programs because I know it's not in everyone's budget, right? So that's why I have the money confidence camp and things of that sort. And when you do invest in that one-on-one help, that value that you get from these financial professionals is something that you can carry for a lifetime. So when you're thinking about investing, I know it can be scary, especially if you see the dollar amount and you're like, I can use that amount of money for the debt that I need to pay off, for the savings that I'm working on. So you want to consider, again, go back to that question, the help that you need. What is it worth getting someone to help you to solve that issue, solve that problem, get you in a better space? Because that's something that you can carry for a lifetime. So let's do a quick recap of what we covered. We learned the differences between of the four financial professionals, the financial planner, a financial advisor, a financial counselor, or an accredited financial counselor, I should say, and a money coach or a financial coach. We also learned the three questions you can ask yourself to help determine what type of financial professional you need. And you also learned the three key factors to help you prepare before working with a financial professional. Espero que este episodio te ayudó. I hope that you found this episode useful. Si sigues con preguntas, no seas tímida. If you still have questions, don't be shy. Come on over to our community and ask away over at jenhemphill.com forward slash comunidad. If you rather connect privately and you want to see what I think you need based on the needs, we can set up a time to chat. It's complimentary. It's just a quick 20 minutes and you can do that over at jenhemphill.com forward slash connect. Next week, we will be meeting with Sarah Cherry, who has been in the finance and mortgage industry for 17 years, and she has a lot of wisdom to share with us. So that is a wrap for today. Te agradezco. I appreciate you taking time out of your busy schedule to tune in to this podcast. You can refer to the brief show notes over at jenhemphill.com forward slash HDM23. So HDM stands for Her Dinero Matters. And you can refer back to the brief show notes. Of course, if this episode is something that has made an impact on you, or if this podcast has made an impact on you, I would greatly appreciate it if you share it with a friend, stranger, family member, a co-worker, or a complete stranger, because we never really know the reality of someone's financial life. It's not like they're going to tell you their business, right? We hardly ever even talk about money to begin with. So just the sole act of sharing this podcast or this episode can give that person the motivation, the push that they need at this moment in their life. So I appreciate you being here. I appreciate your support. Y nos hablaremos el próximo viernes. Chao.